God of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Full of the Spirit. In the first episode of this podcast, you were introduced to this new life in Christ. Now that you're born again, the burning question in your mind might be, what is next? Yes, you've chosen to submit to the Lord Jesus, but your mind might still oh, not forget the past life you had. Or about the thoughts, maybe the struggles of sin you might be fighting daily to ensure you never succumb to. Can there be a better way to enjoy this life of righteousness without the struggles you may be asking? Are there other benefits? in this kingdom, other than just pleasing God and living righteously, hmm, I get you. So let's find out in this episode and get your sense consent and get your, your concerns settled. Hi there, I'm Adin Kadimli and this is a film God's podcast. The show brought to you by the Academy with the focus of propelling you a passionate work with God, a prosperity mindset shift, and a glorious service to God. So in today's episode, we'll be looking at life in Christ after the new birth, how to deal with the struggles between the spirit and the flesh, what is expected of you, and how to live the life of God abundantly in this world. It is one thing to be born again and have your sins remitted and you become righteous and holy, all right, is another thing to live out to the full, the new life you have received from God. Being born again is not the end. It is the beginning of your journey with God. You have to understand that God's vision is not just to save plenty children, all right? His vision is not just to have plenty children in this world. Of course, God wants to have plenty children. He wants everybody to be his child. He wants want everyone to be saved, alright, but that is the will of God for them all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth, alright, but beyond that, his vision actually is to have a kingdom of kings and priests on earth, alright, not just the fact that they are his children, but he wants them to operate as kings and priests in this world, alright, so God's idea is to have man who is God's representation on earth to rule this earth, alright, and that does not include ruling other men, but to rule his head as a king with the fullness of the Spirit of God within him, and make this earth as glorious as ever, filled with the righteousness of God. That is God's idea. So God created man so man can reign as God on the earth, living with the mind of God, and by the word of God alone, being a perfect representation of who God is, without any need or worry. Not subject to sickness, not subject to death, not, just, not subject to any other thing, but walking with God and living as a son on earth. That is God's idea about man. His pleasure is to have man to be the embodiment of his fullness and manifest it to the full in this world, on this earth, in every sphere of life in which he is associated. But just as you know, you and I know, the first man rebelled against God, he paid God in the beginning. But the last man, hallelujah, the second man, did God's wishes and via his resurrection, he made it possible for God to have another kind of man, new creations of men, God's own children who will walk on this earth and fulfill God's pleasure, fulfill God's dream on earth by living out the eternal life within them to the fullest, reigning on earth and manifesting the fullness of God wherever they find themselves without having to be ashamed to be identified with God.
But you know, in order to be all that God wants you to be, now that you are born again, you need to know these two significant points that I'll be, that I'll be majoring on in today's episode. And the first thing is that you have to know that you are no longer in the flesh. Now that you are born again, number one, you must know that you are no longer in the flesh, but in the spirit. Therefore, you shouldn't yield to any desires of your senses. The natural man who is, who is not born again is a slave to his sensual desires, to lust and sin. And she is being led by the powers of Satan, being a child of disobedience, as the scripture says in Ephesians 2 verse 2. All right, the Bible says that we were once children of disobedience, children of wrath. That's what the Bible called, called um, unbelievers. All right, they are being led by the, by the powers of Satan. All right, so they think that they, they, are, they are wise in their actions, but actually they are being ruled by the devil. But that's not who you are any longer. You are a different person now. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. So you are a new person entirely. Now that you're born again, that old you that used to be given to sin is dead. The old man said, all things, all things are passed away. So the old you, the old you is dead, completely dead. And you have a new spirit within you right now. And even in verse 21, all right, he said that he has made us, he made him to be seen. Who, who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God? Now you have been made the righteousness of God, the very righteousness of God. Hallelujah. You are now God's righteousness. You were made. He didn't just call you righteous, he made you. You are constructed, all right, in your spirit as righteousness. You are not just righteous. All right, God, you are the very definition of the righteousness of, of, of God's righteousness. Now, however, you have a responsibility to take in order to leave out the righteousness within you. All right, God wants you to leave it out. He's wanting to be righteous. He's wanting to be man. He's wanting to live like a man and not live like a, like a dog. All right, now the Bible says in Romans 12, verse 1 to 2, said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the methods of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And in verse 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you have to recognize that now that you are a new creation and God is dwelling in, in your spirit, all right, and your body is now the temple of God, your body is now holy, all right? And you must present that body as holy unto God every day. That means you don't take your body to places God would never want to be. That means you don't say things or use your body to, to do things God wouldn't want to do. Else, you'll be corrupting the temple of God, all right? You'll be corrupting the temple of God because your body now doesn't belong to you. That means that your body and your spirit now belongs to God. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit. So you don't do things anyhow. You are no longer your own. You have been bought with a price. Jesus has bought you with his own life. All right. So you present that body as holy. You only go where God wants to go. You only say things that God wants to say. All right. And more importantly, God wants you to metamorphose. All right. While it is good that you have been born again, but you must realize that you still have the old, unrenewed mind with the same old information in you. All right, your mind was not formatted as the new bed, and you still remember the old line of thinking you used to have. 
even now that you are born again. So God is saying, fine, your spirit has been recreated. But for you to metamorphose into living out the fullness of the life that God wants you to live, your mind needs an upgrade. And that responsibility lies on you, the new man, the new spirit. The upgrade that must be done is to renew your mind with the information in the word of God. Your mind needs to know about the new person that owns the mind now. It needs to be made aware of the new features and qualities of this new spirit. It needs to know what it is capable of doing and what it never should do. The mind is just like a processor, all right? So it's like the processor of your personality, all right? And it has been used to the whole life, the life you used to have before. It has been used to the whole man. Now it needs an intentional reconfiguration and reconditioning so it can submit to your spirit and you would be able to live out the fullness of your spirit without any struggle. So now when this is done consistently, just like the caterpillar changes into butterfly and has a better life expressions, your expression of eternal life within you will become better and better and your features more expressed as your spirit and mind get reconditioned to function exactly like God. Now, some of the new information that your mind needs to know is that according to Romans 6, verse 6, the Bible says that was uh, even crucified. Behold, you has been crucified with Christ. All right? Behold, you that was subject to sin before has been crucified with Christ, and the life of sin has been destroyed. So the new you can never sin. So your mind needs to meditate on this reality and acknowledge that you are indeed dead unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus. And because of that, you should realize that you can no longer yield yourself unto sin anymore. But from henceforth, you have to always yield yourself unto God as instruments, instrument of righteousness. All right? Your mind needs to know that, hey, the new man is now here. The new landlord has come. The new man is there. The old man that is used to sin has gone. The new man is there. And this new man does not sin. He does not have the capability to sin. The Bible says he that is born of God does not sin because the seed is in him. And he cannot sin because he's born of God. Hallelujah. All right? Jesus, the Son of God, has made you free from sin. And, and as he said in John 8, 34 to 36, all right? Whosoever the Son of God is made free, is, is free indeed. All right? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You know the truth, it will make you free. So your mind must now know that reality and be reconditioned to think that way. Your mind must now think that way, that the new landlord in this body, the new spirit, does not sin. He's the Son of God who has the capability not to sin. All right? And as your mind's conditioned, all right, with the word of God, with the realities of God's word, then you'll be able to respond like that. Because as a man thinking is that, so is he. Now that you are a free man, you are born free to live the righteous life only. That's what your mind should always think about. So every day, when you wake up, every day, when you get conscious, you confess every day, glory to God. Have a free man. I do not sin. Because God's life is a name. It doesn't matter the kind of irritation your body is feeling. It doesn't matter the kind of desire your body is feeling. You keep at it. Keep the confession. Your mind responds to the sound. To the, to the sound it is hearing. All right? And you must 
condition your environment and be the sound with your mouth. Right? Confess God's word. I'm a child of God. I'm born of God. The seed of God is in me, and I do not sin. I'm free from sin. The old man is crucified. I'm a new man in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I do not sin. The more you confess this, the, the more your mind is reconfigured, reconditioned to realize, to accept the truth that the new man is now here. The new land is now in this body, and this man does not sin. So to wrap up point number one, let me tell you some of the features in your spirit, all right? That your mind needs to know, your mind needs to acknowledge in, in order to, to be able to bring forth, to manifest the fullness of God within you. And they are found in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering. These are the things that your mind needs to know about your spirit. Your spirit now can produce love, your spirit can produce joy, your spirit can produce peace, long suffering. That's patience, gentleness, goodness. Faith, these are the things your spirit cannot produce. They are the natural features of the recreated human spirit. Meekness, temperance, Bible says against such, there is no law. So these are the things that your spirit cannot do now. Your spirit is full of hatred. All it does is to think about stealing, killing, murdering people, defrauding people. But now this new spirit is thinking about righteousness. Meekness, gentleness, goodness, faith, love, joy, patience. All right. In verse, in verse 24 of that Galatians 5, it said, And did that Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. Glory to God. This is what your mind should, should get to know as you feed on God's word. Oh, I'm in Christ. I've crucified. It didn't say the we, it said they have. Because when you got born again, all right, the experience of Jesus on the cross becomes your experience. The old man was crucified with Christ Jesus with the affections and loves because Jesus became seen on the cross and crucified. All right. And that is, that is your experience also. All right. So the flesh has been crucified with his affections, with his desires, which is lost. Your mind needs to know this. All right. And verse 25 of that, Galatians 5 says, And if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. So your mind needs to begin to acknowledge these realities of your spirit. Begin to acknowledge these features, these new features of this new man in this body. All right. So the fruit of your recreated human spirit are your natural qualities that you now have. Glory to God. They are in you now. So all you need is to bring them forth from within you every day. And how do you do that? Meditate on them. Get your mind saturated with these new features. Confess them every single day. All right? And before you know it, you begin to realize that there is no more struggle to live as God's child because the flesh has indeed, glory to God, being crucified. And you are now walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. So the second thing that you need to know, all right, now that you are born again, is that there is more to having eternal life than not just, than just not committing sins and living righteously. There is more to that. All right, not committing sin, living righteously is just the beginning. There is more to eternal life than stop committing sin and living righteously. All right, so God kept you here on earth after you got born again because the earth, Bible says, He has given to the sons of men. So when you got born again, you were born again to reign in the kingdom of God on this earth. All right, not that you are born again to go to heaven. That's why when you got born again, you did not translate to heaven. 
when you got born again you were born again to reign on the earth to reign on the earth all right heaven will just be a temporary place to go when you leave this world until after the judgment of the saints and the world in fact we'll be coming back to this new earth all right we'll be coming back to the new earth and exercise our kingship on the earth after the judgment of the saints and after the judgment of the world we are coming back here Right, so now that you're already born into the kingdom of God, now is the time to begin exercising your dominion over the earth. Now is the time for training for Riazas because in, in the world to come, that's when we'll be we'll, it's it not be revealed. All right, our, our place, our authority, the cities we have, depending on our work on this earth. But now is the time for you to begin your work with God to begin dominating, to begin reigning in the earth. All right, to live this life of kingship and priesthood on the head. Now, here are the three things that you should know. Number one, you must know that you have eternal life right now. All right, for you to reign on the head, you must acknowledge and know and be certain of the fact that you have eternal life right now. This is not the time to be praying, Oh God, I want to go to heaven. No, you have that eternal life right now. All right, it's not when you get to heaven, eternal life. Is God's own life by which he lives. And as his offspring, he passed on the same life into your spirit when you got born again. All right? So eternal life has now replaced your former human life. And as you get into God's word and get to know God and how he lives his life, you too will be introduced to the culture. You'll be introduced to the language. You'll be introduced to the wealth. You'll be introduced to the joy, the righteousness, the authority, and advantages of the kingdom of God that you already have within you. The more, the more you study God's word, the more you introduce to the language of the kingdom, the, the more you introduce to the culture of the kingdom. Like I said before, first John 3, all right, he said that he that is born of God does not sin, all right, it's our culture, all right, and he cannot sin because his life is in him. You've been introduced to that culture, that, that culture is in total contrast, all right, to what you have learned before you go born again. Before you go born again, you thought there's no way for you to help it, all right, but if that was the way, God wouldn't tell us that be perfect and perfect. That means he'll be telling us to do what we cannot do. And, and that's temptation. He's tempting us to do what we'll never be able to do. But no, there's a culture in this kingdom. In this kingdom, we are just like our father. But that will only become your experience when you begin to study God's word. All right? You are not born to live a mediocre life. Rather, you were born with the purpose given you by God before the foundation of the world. And it's time to begin fulfilling the unique purpose of God for you and reign on earth, fulfilling that purpose. You know, Jesus said in John 10, verse 10, that he came to give us life to the full. But it is your responsibility to begin an adventure into the word of God. All right? So you begin to deploy the forces of eternal life within you. Because that life that Jesus came to give us is already within you. However, you need to deploy, deploy that life and begin to reign on earth. That's the number one thing that you must know, that you have eternal life right now. Number two thing, all right, is that you should know that in order to live as the king and priest that God has called us to live as, you must understand the powers of the kingdom, all right? Just immediately when you got born again or afterwards, depending on how or by whom you were led to Christ, all right? One thing that is exciting, you ought to receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Maybe immediately you got born again, or just or afterwards, depending on how your your you came to Christ, you must receive the infilling of the Spirit, because that's what empowers you to live the life of the kingdom fully 
by ushering you into the graces, the gifts, and fellowship of God. All right? You receive the force, the power that causes you to dominate on earth as a Christian. Now, Jesus said in, in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he said, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you'll be an effective witnesses for him. And in Mark 15, 17, he said, these signs shall follow them that believe. All right? He said, he said, in my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak in tongues. They will be saved from harm and they will lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. Of course, in the next episode, we will dwell on being filled with the Spirit. So I will expand on that. However, you should know right now that the life in the kingdom is called Christ in you. As you see in the book of Colossians, all right, that is the king himself, the Holy Spirit indwelling you and anointing you to function exactly like him on earth. And you must certainly be conscious of the fact that you must fulfill God's given purpose for you on this, in this world. And that can only happen through the Holy Ghost. So the third thing that you must understand is that in order to live this kingdom like the fullest, to the fullest, you must understand how to work with God. Number one, you must understand that you have eternal life now. All right. Number two, you must understand that you must, you must understand the powers of this kingdom. And number three, you must understand how to work with God. All right. So if this life is beyond just not committing sin and doing righteous life and, and, and doing, doing righteousness, there's more to that. There's a responsibility to live as a king and a priest. But in order to do that, you must understand that you have eternal life. And with eternal life, you're called to live as a king and reign in this world. Then you must understand the powers of the kingdom. All right? A king exercises power, exercises authority. Then you must understand how to work with God because you can't work with, you, you, you can't exercise authority without God. All right? We'll, we'll treat this fully in episode four, but we must understand right now that there is a work you must have with God. If we must develop into the maturity, the full stature of Christ, and manifest all of God's goodness within you. It's one thing for a child to be born human. It's another for the child to learn from humans how to live like a human. And this cannot be learned in the forest of animals, but by working in the environment of humans. Imagine giving birth to a child and leaving a child in the forest. Even though the child has the life of human, you probably not live fully like a human being. All right? You think like animals, even though it's a human being. So in the same vein, to function like the king of kings, you must learn of him. In Matthew, in Matthew 11, 28, he said, Come unto me, all ye that they born, and every land, and I will give you it. He said, Learn of me. Learn of me. So if you will learn of him, then you will function like him. If you will learn of the king of kings, then you function like, like the king that you are called to function. Every heir of a kingdom is trained specifically on how to function like an heir. And the king trains him to function like a king by delegating authority and training him how to use that authority and function as royalty. So that, that child, that king, that prince has to learn the ways of royalty if he must fully exercise his rights as an heir in the, in the kingdom. So now that the Bible calls us joint heirs with Christ. So you too, you have a mandate to learn via a consistent work with Christ how to effectively live the life fully pleasing to the king of kings on this earth. And this begins with taking out time to fellowship with God personally. They are reading and meditation on the word of God 
and bear prayer. So you continue this effectively by also simultaneously joining a church and becoming consistent in the local assembly, that is the church that you're attending. You join the workforce, become involved in the service of God, not that you're born again. Become the service of God in that workforce of that church that you're attending and find opportunities to express the gift of God within you. This is that you get trained as an heir as you go into maturity. And as you stay consistent, you realize how far you come, manifesting the fullness of God within you and seeing that as Jesus is in heaven right now, so are you in this world. To wrap this up, here is what we have learned today. Number one, you are in the spirit now and a life in the kingdom of God now, not subject to the laws and desires of the flesh. Therefore, feed your mind with the new realities of the new man from the word of God and you see yourself transformed and fulfilling the perfect will of God. The number two thing that you've learned today is that you are called to live the life of a king and a priest on the earth. And you must realize that you have eternal life now you have to live daily in the power of the Holy Spirit. And you have, you have to have a consistent work with the Holy Spirit via a personal study and prayer and via a consistent service in the local assembly. If you give yourself these two major lessons from today, you will be on your way to fulfilling eternal destiny on earth. So in the next episode, you are going to gain a better understanding of the person of the Holy Spirit. However, if today's episode bless you, Kindly let me know by downloading Anchor FM or on Play Store or App Store. Search for Aflame God's Podcast on Anchor and send a voice message sharing your experience with us. And that was Aflame God's Podcast. To find out more about Adin Academy and how I'm conveying the passion and the knowledge of the, of the power and prosperity of the kingdom of God into the heart of men, visit adinacademy.com. And then make sure to search for Aflame God's Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening. And it shall come to pass in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Full of the Spirit, and be a flame.